Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, 17th of March, and another ho-hum day. Yesterday, we actually had quite a good ho-hum day. Don't mind boring days if the market goes up. ASX 200 was up 54 yesterday, but giving it away this morning. Dow Jones was down 128, which broke its four-day record streak. And our futures were down 30, which has left our market down 23. And we've gone down and sat there dead in the water. Iron ore price was up 1.6% overnight, but BHP and Rio are down about a percent today. Banks are hardly moved. It's very quiet in the US. The US 10-year bond yield went up slightly overnight. And that trend, if you look at the trend, the trend is still higher or interest rates rising. And that left traditional value stocks down and tech stocks up a little bit, relatively, weren't really up very much. And we now hang on Jerome Powell, who on Thursday morning our time will have his press conference post the FOMC meeting. And the expectation is that he is going to talk up the economic recovery, but at the same time, try and talk down the concerns about rising interest rates, or more importantly, rising inflation. We also have a Bank of England meeting Thursday. Thursday, Bank of Japan meeting Friday, so lots of central bank stuff going on. We've got an RBA speech today, I think. So a little bit going on on the central bank front, but not really much happening outside of that. In the US overnight, a couple of weak numbers, a weaker than expected industrial production number and retail sales number didn't exactly help the recovery story. And some optimism that the $1.9 trillion stimulus bill will be followed by a Biden infrastructure bill. But it's not really a Biden infrastructure bill. It's very 2020 to be saying Biden or naming the president. Biden has slipped into the background as a president, which is what the stock market wants really. Doesn't need a stock market punctuated by personality. So a good thing for risk and stability that he doesn't have a strong personality. So a Democrat infrastructure bill rather than a Biden bill expected to follow the stimulus bill. Right, I've got a couple of quick things. You've probably seen some disappointment with the speed of vaccination in Australia. Just to give you some numbers on that, you'll see the chart in the strategy piece today. The US has vaccinated 32.9% of residents, the UK 39% of residents, Israel 104% of residents, which might sound impossible, but it's not. Some of their population have obviously had two doses by now. And Australia against 39% in the UK, 32.9% of the US, Australia 0.6% of people have been vaccinated. But of course, our infection rate was a lot lower and other countries with low infection rates are doing worse than us. New Zealand, 0.4% of people have been vaccinated. Japan, 0.2%. So I don't think we need to get too stressed about it, but it's becoming a bit of a political issue. Other quick events or quick notes. There's really not much going on, so I've had to pull some snippets of interest out for you. Webjet share price is recovering nicely. It was $10 before the pandemic. It's now $6.20, up from $2.50. Trending up, had a good couple of weeks was helped out by the political stimulus for Australian travel stocks last week. Noticeably, the shorting position and the most shorted stock section is in our in the Marcus Today newsletter on Wednesday. So you 
can see it today, the most shorted stocks. And on that list, Webjet, the third most shorted stock. But I note today that the shorting percentage is down from about 17% down to 12% and falling, 11.4% actually, and falling, which is what you want to see. Also in travel today, the CEO of corporate travel has knocked 6% off the share price after he sold 1.5 million shares at $21 overnight. I think Morgan's did it. That's $31.5 million worth of stock. So the price is down $1.28 today to $20.95. I wouldn't worry too much about it. He still has 19.24 million shares worth $404 million. And who can blame a CEO who has seen his share price get down to $5 from over $30 two years ago? Who can blame him for selling a small part of his holding at $21 after it has quadrupled in a year? Not a reason to sell it really and not a big enough fall to really say it's a massive buying opportunity, but we continue to play travel stocks and corporate travel is one of them. Right, that's about that. It is quiet, isn't it? I have put an article in today about or called the truth about stock market quotes. And this is me having a bit of a rant about the way the industry uses Warren Buffett quotes, probably against his will for marketing purposes. They are splattered all over there or my competitors' websites, which suggests, and the suggestion is when you use a Warren Buffett quote, is that he somehow endorses your product and validates your product and build people build their own credibility on his back. And I wish instead if people had some wisdom Can we hear it? Do you have to tell us someone else's? If you have some original thought, write it down for us using your own cortex and your own synapses. I see it as a rather weak indication of a product that they have to rely on the regurgitation and championing of the the wisdom of others, and in particular, Mr. Buffett. Anyway, have a look at the article there, and there's a little video of me having a rant about Mr. Buffett. Not a rant about what he does or who he is, but a rant about people using his quotes. There you go, whinge of the day on a quiet day. Right, as I leave you, our market down 29, Dow futures up five. Probably a good day to go for a long lunch. You have a good lunch and I will speak to you tomorrow.